Hello, I'm Tom Moan, and today I'm beginning an old and yet continuing adventure. In 1968, my family and I returned to Tulsa, where I became the general manager of KORUFM and Oral Roberts, radio announcer. At that time, from 1968 until March of 71, I had a daily program entitled Good Morning Brother Pilgrim. And now after 50 years, I'm resurrecting it with a new title, Good Morning Fellow Pilgrim. And a pilgrim is a person who's on a journey, and in this case, a journey of the kingdom of God on earth as Jesus prayed. So I hope you'll join me as we look into the past, the present, and the future. This is the Good Morning Fellow Pilgrim podcast with Tom Moan for February 7th, 2020. Well, hello and good morning, fellow pilgrims. What a delight it is to be with you this morning. I so treasure the moments I get to spend with you or you spend with me and we spend together in Jesus. I invite the Holy Spirit to just open up some scriptures for us today in his name and invite that we might draw closer to the King of Kings. More of his kingdom lived in and through us for his glory and for the world, so that we can fulfill that word in the great prayer, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Well, I want to read from three different versions of the New Testament, just a simple little portion and make some comments about it and invite the Holy Spirit to open it up for us in ways that until yesterday I'd never really seen. So, let me begin. I'm going to begin from the Amplified Bible, Matthew chapter 9. And I'm going to begin reading in verse 16. Matthew chapter 9, verse 16. I mean 15, I'm sorry. And Jesus replied to them, Can the wedding guests mourn while the bridegroom is still with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. And no one puts a piece of cloth that has not been shrunk on an old garment. For such a patch tears away from the garment, and a worse rent is made. Neither is new wine put in old wineskins. For if it is, the skins burst and are torn to pieces, and the wine is spilled and the skins ruined, but new wine is put into fresh wineskins, and so both are preserved. Even as I read this out of the Amplified, I'm not sure I know the connection that Jesus makes in verses 15 and 16, can the wedding guests mourn while the bridegroom is still with them and the days will come and the bridegroom's taken away and then they'll fast. And he goes on, and that piece of cloth and the old wine in the new wineskins and all of that. I want to read it now out of the, the new uh, translation of the Passion. Verse 15 from the Passion, Matthew Chapter 9. The disciples of John the Baptizer approached Jesus with this question. Why is it that we and the Pharisees fast regularly, 
but not your disciples. And Jesus replied, How can the sons of the bridal chamber grieve when the bridegroom is next to them? But the days of fasting will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them. And who would mend worn-out clothing with new fabric? When the new cloth shrinks it, will rip, making the whole worse than before. And who would pour fresh new wine into an old wineskin? Eventually the wine will ferment and make the wineskin burst, losing everything. The wine is spilled and the wineskin ruined. Instead, new wine is always poured into a new wineskin so that both are preserved. Again, this is reading from the Passion, and the footnote I find interesting. I'm going to read it in its entirety to you and see if, even as I begin to talk about this, you see a connection that has kind of been a really sparkling revelation in the last couple days. Here's the footnote in the Passion. The teaching of Jesus is the new wine and the new cloth. What Jesus taught cannot patch up the old religious system, nor can it be contained in a wineskin of worn-out traditions. It is new, exhilarating, and powerful. It must be poured into a heart made new. The new and old are not meant to be together. Jesus makes all things new. He didn't come to reform Judaism, but to form a twice-born company of people. Isn't that an exciting thing? So we know that Jesus is speaking of the Old Covenant. He's speaking also of you can't take this new wine that he's going to be talking that he's talking about and pour it into an old wineskin and it will burst. Now I'm going to finally read it from my old middle of the road Bible, the New American Standard, and I'm going to pick up the same verses and then I'm going to pray for a moment and then I'm going to share with you some experiences of the last couple of days over these verses. I'll pick it up in verse 14 now. New American Standard, chapter 9 of Matthew. Then the disciples of John came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast? But your disciples do not fast. And Jesus said to them, The attendants of the bridegroom cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them. Can they? But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. But no one puts a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment, and a worse tear results. Nor do men put new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise the wineskins burst, and the wine pours out and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. 
I believe that the revelation that we read out of the Passion, the footnote, and so are true, that he's speaking of the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. And he's not so much saying you can take the New Covenant and pour it into the Old Covenant. It just doesn't work that way. You've got to have a whole brand new container. That's why he talks about being twice born. We must be born anew, born from above. It's the conversation again with Nicodemus. You're going to have to be born from an entirely other realm. And Nicodemus is representing the old covenant. It's not that the old covenant was wrong or evil. It's that its days are over. And you can't bring it into the New Testament and say, pour the new wine into this old covenant. It just doesn't work. you got to have a brand new covenant. And... There's texts all through the Bible where it talks about there's a time for all things and etc. And in the last couple of days, these particular verses have just been so puzzling to me. And I've gone over them and over them and saying, you know, Lord, there's something that I seem to be missing. I hear what the commentators are saying. I've read out of many other versions than the three I read this morning. But there's something that you're wanting to say to me that's so contemporary this day in 2020 that I'm missing. And I was praying about it. And my wife in devotions the other day began to read a commentary that someone had made about the new wine. And it just stirred the whole thing up again for me. So I began to pray again. And yesterday we had some friends visiting us from Arkansas. And they too had been puzzling over this whole thing about new wine. They saw the obvious things that I've already mentioned. The old covenant can't contain the new. You're going to have to have a brand new covenant or a brand new wineskin to carry the new wine. I understood that. And they began to share. They were puzzled over the same thing. And we were just praying together. And then this little picture came to mind. And I, I'm not saying that this is anything final on the matter, but I do want you to hear what I began to hear in my spirit. My wife and I became Christians in about 1965, and those of you who've read my book, which, by the way, anytime you would like to purchase one, you can just go to Amazon and look for the book, Good Morning, Brother Pilgrim, and uh, it can be purchased there. But... In that time, when Barbara and I were born again, uh, it was also a time when there was a great outpouring all over the United States and really around the world, what they call the charismatic renewal. It was a renewal that really goes all the way back to Azusa Street and the beginnings of Pentecostalism and and the resurgence of the gifts of the Holy Spirit and... and, uh, John Sherrill's book on They Speak With Other Tongues, etc., all of that. And Barbara and I were born into the kingdom of God during that great charismatic renewal. And it was a marvelous experience, and we saw and experienced so many things from men and women who had received this baptism in the Holy Spirit. And we'd begun to realize that uh, the full gospel wasn't just being born again and seeing but you had to enter the holy uh, the uh, the kingdom of god and that you are empowered by the holy spirit and that pentecost was when the holy spirit is poured out on all flesh now all of that i knew and i was thinking again yesterday and praying about this whole situation 
And these verses came back again. And I read them again, and I'm saying, Lord, I'm just so puzzled. No one puts a patch of unshrunk cloth on the old garment. I got that, Lord. For the patch pulls away from the garment, and a worse result takes place, right? You lose the whole thing. Nor do men put new wine in old wineskins. Same thing. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. So I think I got that. And I think, well, thank you, Lord. But there was something nagging in my spirit and heart I couldn't get away from. And uh, I'm going to say that I believe this was the urging of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to pour it out to you and you can do with it what you want. You may sing, the old man's losing it. That's all right. But here's what came to mind. Just as you had a new wineskin when you were born again and came into the charismatic renewal, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, a understanding that the gifts of the Holy Spirit were still present and still available. There was a tremendous experience from the 60s, the 70s, into the 80s, and early 90s. And then so many of those things just kind of didn't go away, but just were kind of gone. And it felt as though the Lord was saying to me, Son, don't you know that new wineskins is a principle that not just going to the, from the old covenant to a new covenant. Jesus did talk about that. That is true. But you've got to have, a, as it were, and I put this in kind of spiritual quotes, new wineskins every day. It's one of the things that my sons and I will be talking about in following or in uh, previous broadcasts that we talk about the dailiness of the Christian life. The point that I want to say is that the new wineskin is ever made new daily by the Lord Jesus Christ, by the coming of the Holy Spirit. And so my prayer for you today is don't just live on the memories of when you came to Christ was wonderful. When you were filled with the Holy Spirit is wonderful. When some of the gifts begin to manifest themselves through you, that's so wonderful. But don't live on a memory. A memory can, can doesn't always. Memories are good and can be, can be instructive and helpful to us. But I can't live on memories and it was as though the Spirit was saying, don't let memories become old wineskins that bind you to traditions, to bind you to ways of thinking, but know that there's always new wine in the Lord Jesus Christ, for he is ever present before the throne of God, and we are seated with him in heavenly places. And so when I re- read this again, Yesterday and then again this morning, I had one of those aha experiences just in my spirit. Nor do they put new wine into fresh wineskins. And both, it says, that's what you do. You put new wine. And I want the wineskin, my person, my spirit, soul, and body to be filled daily, renewed daily, Someone has put it this way. There is one baptism in the Holy Spirit and many, many fillings. And I believe there's a connection here that perhaps God might show you about keeping your wineskin new and free. My prayer is that in the name of the Lord Jesus, 
that you will live such a life where you are constantly, continually open to the voice of Almighty God, and that out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Out of that new wineskin that you received will ever be renewed daily with new, fresh wine for the day. For God knows what you need today, and it's always fresh, and it's always on time. Well, dear brothers and sisters, I close with that today. Kind of a little mystery there, isn't there? But I just pray that the Holy Spirit will just be poured out upon you, and you'll just let your wineskin, that person you are, be renewed daily, fresh, not caught or seduced into living in the past, but always present, for the kingdom is always now. Amen and amen. This podcast is available for free download in iTunes and at moanministriesbookstore.com. Sarah Rahm's album, Days of Rain, is available on iTunes and most streaming platforms.